Okay, welcome to the Portable Podcast, Tales from the Rift Halloween Special. My name is John. I'm the producer and creator of Portalville, joined by my wife, who's the main actress on the show, the always badass news reporter, August Potts. Hi. <laughs> Today, we have a special guest coming through the rift. You might not recognize him without clown makeup and blood smeared all over his face. Mr. David Howard Thornton, AKA Art the Clown from Terrifier. And soon, Terrifier 2? Soon, yes, yes, soon, very soon. Hopefully sooner than you we all expect, but you know. <laughs> it, it's been a long, hard battle getting here, but we're, we're almost there, so that's the good thing. Yeah, yeah I heard uh, production was stopped by COVID, right? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. We, we were a few weeks until uh, we were about to be done filming, and then COVID happened last year. But in, in a lot of ways, it kind of helped us because we were able to take, because uh, we had like two big kill scenes to film. And the, the, the pandemic allowed us more time to really sit back and rethink those kill scenes and add yeah. more to them and make them bigger and crazier. So cool. we went full, you know, balls to the wall with them. So like, <laughs> what, they both took about five days to film because there are so many elements to them. So it's- Oh, wow. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. It's going to be good ones, for, huh? Oh, yeah. Just for comparison, the, the hacksaw scene in the first one took about two and a half to three days to film. Oh, okay. so, oh, yeah, so. It's going to be twice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, double that. Double that. And you got some craziness that's coming to you. So. Wow. Good, good, it's good. kind of worth it. what we expect. <laughs> got to yeah, one up yourself. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because, you know, I know some people have been upset that's been taking so long to get this out, but I'm like, yeah, we, we literally just wrapped a few weeks ago on like, you know, final um, production stuff with, uh, you know, uh, photography. And it's not like we're all these other horror films that are coming out this year, this fall that were wrapped, you know, well before the pandemic. I mean, I know some of them were wrapped before we even started filming Terrified 2. So I'm like, yeah, we're, 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 we're not delaying the release because we're just trying to look for a time where we can make the most money. We're like, we just, we had to delay the release because it just took us a while because we're not a big, huge Hollywood yeah. production where we have a huge team and, you know, millions of dollars behind us. So it's like, it's, yeah. Damien's like, one, he's a one-man army been, that's been basically editing this beast to, by himself. <laughs> <laughs> the best ones are usually not the giant million-dollar yeah. movies. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how I mean, Saw yeah, like, started. Like Blair Witch, too. Yeah. 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 Really yeah. 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 I, I, I think, I think a limited budget in, makes you become more creative because you're like, you, you're like, yeah, well, you know, you can't just throw money at it and like, okay, we'll just CG everything. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, this didn't work. So how are we going to get around this problem? And sometimes it leads to um, better things. We, we had a great moment like that in part two where uh, I, I, it was simply, I was supposed to crash through a window and they were putting in the fake window and the window broke and we didn't have a backup and we ended up coming up with this whole entire you know sticky scene that uh, i i think you've never seen anything like this happen before in a horror film it's kind of funny but creepy at the same time and we will have never come up with this if that little accident hadn't happened i think it's far superior than just your typical ah, coming through a window and attacking yeah. somebody so <laughs> i was like this is this is more epic i think so yeah. Oh, I look forward to seeing that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I wish I could say more. <laughs> I can't wait. So I can let's see. That's the part. That's the part right there. That's the part. We just put that up right there, right before we did it. <laughs> yeah, roll the clip right now. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Mac and me. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, what, um, uh, what's his, Paul Rudd always does when he goes on like Conan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just saw a new one where he pranked, um, God, he's in it. Got the glasses. Oh, mm. Bill Hader? Yeah, I just pranked him with, yeah, I put it like this clip up, it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. He always does that, that, that clip from Mac and me with the kid going over the cliff yeah. in the wheelchair. It's like, oh, no. What it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Well, how are you? Are you doing well? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I'm, I'm, I've, I, I, I did my first convention back out in the road uh, two weeks ago back in Indianapolis and it was just great being back out doing conventions again this has been over you know a year and a half since I've done a convention it was just uh. <laughs> <laughs> you all dressed up as art like complete yeah 
Oh, cool, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really cool because um, I have the same uh, appearance manager as Alice Cooper. So uh, Damon's in there doing my makeup and Alice comes in. He's like, well, my makeup only takes me four minutes to do. You need some help, man? <laughs> So he comes over and he does a whole mock thing like he's doing my eye makeup because you know we basically yeah. have the same eye makeup so i'm like cool. oh this is fantastic jeez <laughs> such a surreal moment so i was like yeah, yeah this is good to be back <laughs> wow. it's alice freaking cooper like who, who can complain about that right <laughs> yeah all right so uh you know actually i, I was joking with her i'm like i'm glad Right now, I'm glad you're talking because I thought maybe you'd like mime this whole interview. <laughs> and have like messed up. I mean, he better brush his teeth and actually talk to us, man. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah, the blood my... coming out of his mouth. Oh, God. I like, I, I went to the dentist earlier this year. I was like, man, I should have brought those prosthetic teeth with me. Because <laughs> I, I, I showed her like, you know, a picture of me with the teeth. And she's like, oh, yeah. good God. If you came in here, I'll tell you just to walk out. <laughs> like, there's no hope. <laughs> So, uh, David, uh, we'd like to hear about you. Can you please tell us um, what made you get into acting and how you landed your role in Terrifier? Yeah, wow, that's a that's a, a long story. It's like, I, I mean, I, I basically came out of the womb as an actor because, like, my parents were very involved in church theater, of all things. <laughs> considering what I do now <laughs> yeah, so yeah I, I started doing like you know church choir productions as a kid you know like Moses and the Freedom Fanatics and you know those kind of like oh step forward say your line step back in line you know that kind of stuff it's like yay Jesus you are great <laughs> so that's why I really cut my teeth on and, and then I like um I was in middle school and I, I got bullied a lot in middle school. I was a very easy target growing up in Alabama, being a non-athletic short, you know, because um, I, I, I didn't hit puberty till later on. So like everybody else had already started hitting it and I'm like shorter than everybody in my class. I had a high boy soprano in the choir, yeah. Yeah, glasses, braces, skinny as a rail. So yeah, easy I know how that goes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's very, those were the very awkward years. It's like, hi, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Just like, and that year, like my, um, uh, like my, my choral program was doing uh, a production of Mickey's Christmas Carol. And my mom was always, you know, at home, I was always goofy and, you know, doing crazy characters and stuff like that. And my mom's like, well, have, have your classmates ever seen this side of you? I, I think they'd probably pick on you less if they saw how funny you are. And I'm like, nah, yeah. they, they won't let me. And she's like, well, audition for this production I think you'd you do a great Mickey Mouse impersonation so I think you'd be great for the role of Bob Cratchit so go yeah. out for it and I did and I got it and we're doing the production and everything started going wrong on stage like set <laughs> fell on Scrooge and I at one part thank god it was only a cardboard cutout <laughs> set so oh my god I was like oh Mr. Scrooge I think we have rats <laughs> <laughs> like we had a, a scene with the Cratchit family where the table broke and flung the little bitty chicken over the audience. I'm like, oh boy, I, I, I guess we ordered fast food tonight. <laughs> those kind of moments that, you know, yeah. stuff goes wrong. And, you know, usually at that age, especially, you know, kids just stop and freeze up because they don't know what to do. And I just turned it into like an improv routine and started cracking jokes and everything. And I just had the audience in the palm of my hand. So I had all the power. And, and it was the first time at that school I realized people were like um, laughing with me instead of uh -huh. at me. And I love that feeling. Power, like, yeah. yeah, it's just a great feeling. And I was like, wow, I want more of this. And my mom's like, well, let's, let's get you involved in like the local community theater. And that's what I started doing community theater. I mean, it took me a few auditions and stuff like that. I mean, because it, it's, you know, I always tell people persistence is key. Just because you get told no 10 times, there's always that one that can start everything up. And that's yeah. basically how it was with just, you know, community theater. I started my, uh, my first role in community theater was the voice of an, a magical rock. And <laughs> I, I wasn't even on stage. I was off stage just speaking into a microphone doing this voice of a rock for Rapunzel of all things that's how I started humble humble beginnings and 
I just went from there and I loved it. And I went to college, but I didn't get my major in theater. I was trying to be practical because I was like, well, you know, acting is not necessarily the most stable career path. So I was like, well, what can I do? That's something I also enjoy. And I love children and I come from a long line of teachers. So I was like, okay, well, why don't I get my degree in elementary education? That way I can have that there. It's just, I can do theater on the side if I want to, a local community theater. I was going on that path for most of my college career. Then my mom unfortunately passed away from cancer and that totally changed my whole perspective on life because our last conversation together was, you know, she didn't flat out tell me to become an actor, but she basically set the wheels in motion where she's like, you know, life's too short to live with regrets. Don't do what you think you have to do with your life. Do what you want to do with your life. It's amazing. Yeah. And that sunk in about a year later when I was doing my internship in the schools. I was, I was going through a lot of stuff because right before I went back to school, I had a friend commit suicide. My grandmother died, my dog died, and my sister married a homeless man that is now in jail for molesting a little, some little girls. And oh it, yeah, so I was just like, whoa, this is way too much stuff happened at once. I was making mistakes. I was just very depressed because that, that's why I was making all this mistake. My head wasn't in the right place. And I was doing my uh, story time with my students one day and I was doing a little voice for the characters in the book and they were just laughing and they wanted me to just keep reading. And I'm like, no, we got to get to other subjects. And, I, and it dawned on me, it's like, I am, I'm getting more fulfillment out of entertaining my students yeah. than actually yeah. teaching them. This is, this is my calling in life. This is what I need to do. It goes back to middle school where I was like, I love this feeling. I'm like, this is what I want. I like bringing this kind of joy and happiness to people. This is, this is what I have to do. And so I talked to my dad and expected a long conversation with him, trying to persuade him to let me do this. He's like, oh, no, your mother and I always thought you should be an actor, but we wanted you to figure everything out for yourself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I had a great speech prepared. <laughs> it was a rousing speech. And dang, he took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, but rehearsing it. <laughs> yeah. So that's. That's what I did. You know, I, I took a year off just to, you know, get my head back where it was and went and finished my last semester in college, got credits transferred, and then I moved up to New York and pursued this as a career and worked my tail off for 13 years doing odd jobs while waiting tables. And then the, the audition for Terrifier came along. I um, had just gotten back from my last tour with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical, and I decided to, you know, because I, I, I realized for so many years, I was so focused on trying to balance both waiting tables and acting. And I would spend more time waiting tables and going to auditions. Like I need to spend some time just focus on auditions. So I just took a few months off using the unemployment from my, um, my uh, tour and focus on, you know, just auditioning. And I was, I was really focused more on doing musical theater at the time. I was up for four or five different Broadway tours and there's my cat. <laughs> and I decided to uh, like, I was up for these different tours and they all fell through for some reason or another. Um, one basically came down to um, a coin flip between me and another guy for one of the parts. And I was like, ah, I was get, kind of getting discouraged. Then uh, this posting, I came up on this, uh, website looking for a tall skinny guy with uh clowning your physical comedy experience to play art the clown there we go and i'm like i think this is perfect for me because i'd seen all hallows eve so i knew the character and i'm like oh my god i i would be perfect for this it's like this would be because i'd never done film before other than extra work and like i've always wanted to get my foot in the door with film and i was like well you know this this would be a good way to get my foot in the door because uh, I, I, was, I was being realistic, I was like, yeah, this is a small, low-budget, independent film, so who knows if anybody's going to see this thing. But hey, it's experience. I could put this on a resume, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah, let's let's do this. And the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a jump from voicing a rock in Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah. Clown. Now no one hears me. <laughs> yeah, but I could just tell by your facial expressions. I was like, oof. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was, it was, you know, you did, like, you did it without talking. And so that's just like, to be able to act without speaking, you know, that's yeah. hard. 
it's a difficult it's skill. definitely a challenge but i'm like i i had a good teacher i guess you could say with that because when i was doing grinch um i understudied stefan carl who was robbie rotten from the show lazy town that used to be on Nickelodeon. He, he and Stefan was this amazing physical comedian. He, he actually went to clown college basically in Iceland. Yeah, and that this was his area of expertise. And he really took me under his wing and like really fine-tuned my skills. And he he was just a great mentor. And I I put a lot of what he taught me in art. I would have moments on set like how would Stefan approach the scene i'm like okay i know exactly what i'm going to do here and i would just do that well uh terrifier it's it's an homage to a lot of like 70s and 80s movies like mm -hmm. slasher flicks texas chainsaw massacre friday the 13th are there any like characters you had in mind or any 80s movies like that you had in mind like the help you oh, prepare yeah i mean that's it's that you, you hit the nail on the head. It's a love letter to those movies. Yeah, it's, it's like there's I, I would say art is basically the ultimate horror fanboy. He's a little bit of every single one of the great slashers that came before him. There's a bit of yeah. Freddy, Mike Myers, Jason, Pinhead, Leatherface, Chucky. All of those guys are inside of art. It's 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 that's why I, I so I pulled from every single one of them, especially I, I, I brought a lot of Freddy into it. Um. Pulled a lot from the great silent film actors and great physical actors like Doug Jones and Jim Carrey and yeah, Rowan Doug Atkinson, you know, Mr. Bean. And then I also like put a lot of Joker in them as well because I'm like, well, you know, if you got to have a killer clown, <laughs> might as well go for the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just kind of mashed all that kind of together. I, I kind of look at as art is like the bastard child of Harpo Marx and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> That's about right. That sums it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's even got the little hat and the horn, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think speaking of these movies, they use a lot of like, the practical effects. Mm -hmm. So we want to know, like, the scene, the hacksaw scene, like, how was it filming that? Like, can you tell us about oh, that? Oh, Well, like well, I said earlier, that <laughs> was, you know, we that took about three days to film, and that was actually not three consecutive days either. We, we had to film all the stuff with Jenna Cannell first because she literally left us to go film The Bye-Bye Man uh, okay. two days later. Yeah. So we had to film all of her stuff first, and we filmed all that in New Jersey at the first location we were filming in, in Trenton. And then that location ended up falling through with uh, the guy that owned it. He was... I. I <laughs> there's just a long story there that you know i don't want to tell you guys because it's kind of crazy and, you know <laughs> but uh we got out of that situation and had to find a new location in uh, staten island where um, uh, damien's mom used to work at a, this place called seaview mental hospital and we were filming in one of the abandoned buildings over there okay and, and that place is creepy because it's you know old abandoned mental Hospital. Yeah, we were debating, actually. We were debating, yeah. we're like, these look like actual legit abandoned buildings. We were wondering. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Like uh, the, the thing, like where all the stuff you see with Catherine Coker and that was there at Seaview. And the, the room we were in was the furnace room where I think they burned the bodies of TV victims and stuff like that. Like the, the tunnel, you see me with the, the, the baby, that little scale yeah. tunnel, that's where they used to bring all the bodies down and stuff oh, like geez, that. Oh, it's morbid. Yeah, it was all underneath uh, the underground. You know, they don't want to wheel all these dead bodies out amongst everybody else. So they have these like secret tunnels underneath that they would bring all the bodies. It was creepy, creepy place. But, <laughs> Helps you know, get in character though, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it, but it was, it was not the most fun place to film in either because <laughs> it's abandoned. They, I mean, they had other buildings there that worked obviously, but this, this part was, you know, we, we had electricity in there, but we didn't have heat. And it was in January and it was like maybe 20 degrees that night we're filming that. So poor Catherine was having to do all that. I mean, I know I was cold, but yeah. she was like naked and covered in blood and hanging oh upside down. And it is, she had to been so miserable and it was not the easiest thing to do either because it's so dangerous to hang a human being upside down for an extended period of time. So yeah. we could only film that in 30 second intervals. So we had to quickly swing her down, you know, 
start filming the swinger back up so we we would just have to do it all quickly and so we just had to so you know so the, the magic of editing to make it all look like one like long piece and yeah. we did that and god that, that was a horrible night for her you know but she, she oh, handled that like a champion you know, the yeah. mvp of the film but then we had another night where i came in and it was just the prosthetic that we had made of her and so i um that's where I actually got to cut through the thing with the hacksaw and had the intestines <laughs> falling out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that was, that was a more fun night because it's like, there wasn't any like, you know, risk really involved that night. So the, the intestines were kind of gross because we were supposed to film that two weeks before, but um, the room ended up flooding because they had a hole in the ceiling. And so Ooh. we couldn't film that first night and our DP forgot to refrigerate the, the intestines. So when we opened it up, I was just like, oh God. Oh. I mean, there weren't real intestines, thank God. There was just like sausage casings with fat yeah. in them, but still it was, oh. <laughs> it was just it's rancid. Nasty. It just smelled so bad. It's like, it's a good thing we weren't filming with sound that night because you would just heard everybody just, oh. <laughs> especially because I accidentally cut into one and all this juice and stuff just spilled out. I was like, Oh, then you had like the straight face the whole time oh right? yeah yeah acting <laughs> acting yeah it's, like, it's a good thing because like the shots where you don't see my face i'm over there going <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any um crazy experiences in in that abandoned old ward or and any any sort of like supernatural experiences yeah we did um we uh like one night is they're filming stuff with samantha and so our our makeup assistant she and i were like oh let's kill some time let's go explore these tunnels and it's like two o'clock three o'clock in the morning and like security goes through every night and sweeps the tunnels just to make sure there's nobody down there and stuff like that so we're so there's no end there and we're going down this tunnel and we only have the lights from our phones and i'm in full costume and makeup i got blood all over me so I, but i forget how i look <laughs> I, i'm just i'm just in my head as myself and we're down there in this tunnel and we hear just like a few feet in front of us like some shuffling around someone walking around and this female voice mumbling to itself oh and we're like uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh -uh. no, and we're, like, we're, we're not even lifting the light. We're like, nope, 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 like shaggy, like, no, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, this is scary. <laughs> we just book it right back. We're like, nope, that's just big. Nope, nope, because the only other female on that set was Samantha, and she was on, you know, filming at the time. So, like, we don't know what that was, but we didn't want to see. We're just like, nope. That's, that's that's fine that's fine that's just i'd rather leave that a mystery yeah yeah <laughs> that was that was no 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 um i think we can go into the activity yeah you want to do an activity with us yeah sure put you on the spot here okay so we heard and we've heard some already we heard you can do like 200 impressions and some accents yeah. <laughs> yeah so we're, yeah. we were thinking what if we play a game you do like seven or or more see depends like we'll do a score like best out of seven we'll play a game and whoever guesses the most wins and the loser is gonna have their face painted like art the clown at a later date by our six-year-old daughter <laughs> are you are you game are you up for that yeah 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 sure 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 i'll start off with some easy stuff then versus we're gonna try to figure it out yeah okay let's see here so you just want me to just do random voices then yeah sure okay um i'll start off easy <clears throat> uh, what's up doc hey. <laughs> easy. Nope. nope i got that okay. one you got one <laughs> okay let's i i have to go in my head and think that's not a stuff okay all right um i i i did this earlier I did a character from this series early, so I'll do another one. It's still a little, a little easier. It's like, we <laughs> do. There you go. Ah! <laughs> okay, let's get a little harder. Let's get a little harder now. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll do another dog. All right. 
I love you, Rorge. Oh, oh. A little harder. Ah, uh, I know. It's from the Jetsons, right? Uh-huh. Ah. Uh -huh. What's his name? I don't know the name. Astro. There you go. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay. Two to one. Two to one. <laughs> okay, let's let's go. Um, okay, see if you can actually get the whole, the name then, because people always like, oh, it's just this guy. But I'm like, okay, it's like, get your fat ass over here, Chris. Mm, that's nice. Oh my gosh, that's such a good impression. I can't. Oh. I, I know what cartoon it's from. I can't think of the guy's name though. Mm hmm. I know that I want to go to that that alien chicken show, but I don't think that's right. No, it's from Family Guy. The, the okay, you family. got Family Guy. Oh, yeah, his name, the neighbor from Family Guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. so that's the hardest. People got have a harder time remembering his name. Yeah. The pervy old guy. I don't know. I can't, I can't think okay, of his that's, name. Okay, that's part of his that's name. It's like, the, but not pervy, <laughs> but pervert, but. Oh. Pervert? There you go. What? <laughs> Herbert the Pervert. Two to two? Yep. Ah, two to I want two. my face okay. painted by our six-year-old here. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It hurts, too. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Now, th this one's not perfect. It's not dead on, but it's my variation of the character. So let's see here. And it's like, <clears throat> uh, let, me, let me think of a line. It's like, dear friends. Today is the day that the clown cries. <sighs> oh, come on. Oh. This should be putting a smile on your face. <laughs> That's a good laugh. I don't know the Joker's real name. Is it just Joker? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. All right. Was it three to two? Right three, yeah, I'm losing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm back, maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is a little bit harder. This is one of my favorite characters from this line of stuff. It's like, if you get this name, I'm going to be very impressed. So, <laughs> all right. Hello, Mr. Rabbit. <laughs> I'm going to cook you and make you buy next meal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's a it's one of the more obscure characters from Warner Brothers. Like I said, I'd be impressed if you knew who this one was. Yeah, yeah. It's a chance for your comebacks. I don't know. I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't know that one either. It's not Elmer Fudd, you know. I no, no. Can't think of it. <laughs> you say no to? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that yeah, one. All right, Pete the Puma. Pete the Puma, okay. Pete the Puma from like little Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah. This is why I love that character so much. He's so underutilized. I think he's hysterical. Yeah. So that voice is just so, that especially little. Yeah, it's, it's, I can recognize it, but like I can't. Yeah. I can't yeah. Oh, I, I love it's that. It's a lot, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll stick with some more brothers then. It's like, maybe you know this one. Okay, it's like, <laughs> I'm not very quite sure what you're wanting you to do, these stupid bonus and everything. I, they're ruining all of my plans. Bako and Yako and Dots and yeah. Oh. oh my gosh, it sounds just like it too. I was going to say Marvin the Martian. That's not it though. Not no, no, it's not. No, just, oh, this makes me very angry. Yeah. <laughs> <That's Marvin. laughs> oh, that was perfect. Oh man, I'm uh, so bad with Warner Brothers. He's a doctor. It's a harder name to remember too. So I told you they're gonna get harder. <laughs> I feel like you would be really good with Muppets impersonations too. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't know that one yeah, either. Yeah, I know. Doctor Scratch and Sniff. Oh. Yeah. Doctor Scratches, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love that character too. Okay, I, I'll try. I like. Okay, now this is a. This is. You can give me the character. You can give me the actor. Okay. For this one. This might be a little bit easier for you. It's like, all right. 
Well, let me see here, Andy. You know, you come into my little town of Mayberry, I'm going to have to nip you in the bud. Yep. Nip uh, you in the bud. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Barney. Barney. Barney who? There are many Barneys, though. Barney Not Barney the, the dinosaur. From I don't want to say who it is because I don't want you to get this. I can win right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Barney, Barney. What's his name? It's like the deputy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't think of it. I'll give you a hint. Maybe you can come back. Uh, from the end of the show. No, I can't think of his name for some reason. I, I'll give you the point though because you said Barney. Said Barney. Like Barney Fife. Ah, there we go. Played by uh, Don Knotts. <laughs> Don Knotts, yes. Yes. Like, ah. uh, makes me sad. Like younger people don't know who he is. Okay, let's. I, I guess this is gonna like. What were the points right now? Well, he won four to two. I can't come back from that. Okay, I'll do. I'll do one more though. Just okay. See if Could you, this be like for the whole shebang? If she gets it, you win. My confidence is sinking. All right, so we're back. So this is gonna be the <laughs> this is gonna be the whole shebang. If you if you can name the series and the character, okay, then you win. This is one of my favorite voices to do. It's like okay, you fool, you let those turtles escape, <laughs> Saki, you idiot. <sighs> I, I'm not going to be able to get that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I had to take out the character's main name that he was talking because that, that would have been a big giveaway what series oh. it's from. Do you know what series? Mm -mm. No, I mean... I'm, I'm stumped by this one. I'm limited. No. I'm usually good with pop culture stuff. I figured <laughs> the turtles would give you an reason to figure it out. <laughs> 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 I just want a body. That's good. You have to make me my body. <gasps> I just want a body. You have to make me my body. Come on, Shredder. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Alright, but well, you gotta get the character name. Is it like Kang or Krang or something? There you go. <laughs> Krang. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm bad at this game now getting your face painted by a six-year-old <laughs> condolences because your skin's gonna fall off there's a lot of good <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad melt right off yeah <laughs> oh well thank you for all those great impressions i can't yeah oh, you're welcome i i love doing i like can, i can entertain myself for hours I, it's like a I just have a catalog up there. And it's, <laughs> That's a deep catalog, Those are man. Good, yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I wish I could do more actual real people because I have a lot of friends that are really good at Im imitating celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mine are all cartoon characters. <laughs> I, I, I can just, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Especially Warner Brothers. I love doing the Warner Brothers. Like, yeah. anything like Mel Blanc did, I'm like, oh, God. I, <laughs> the one I can't do that he, they, he would do was like, Foghorn Leghorn. I can just never do, and it's so weird because I'm from the South too. I should automatically be able to do Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Because I tell, I say, I say, I say, I say son. Um, so it just never comes out. It sounds more Elvisy than anything. <laughs> like my, or like Johnny Bravo. You know, yeah, thank you. Man, Bravo. man, I'm pretty. <laughs> hey, pretty mama. <laughs> it's basically Elvis. So it's just like, yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I could just enter. I, I I used to like entertain my my campers back then. I used to know the whole rabbit season, duck season routine. So I used to do that whole thing. Yeah, like, that's cool. Rabbit season, fire! Just <laughs> <laughs> like, let's try this again, rabbit. Okay, duck, whatever you say. <laughs> Jeez! Wow, that's spot on. You could have done like all of Space Jam voices, like the oh, whole yeah. thing. They could have saved so much money. Oh, they could have. I, I don't know. I, 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 could have, I could have done it. <laughs> and, and I'm going to just come over here and get, 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 get
<laughs> it could have been like, hey, LeBron, here's your, your one co-star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you just pay me all the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, instead of paying me, paying six salaries, I will just humbly take five. That's what you yeah. Know. Yeah. Just, just give me a few million. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, I'm, I'm playing all these characters. You're just going to pay this NBA actor. That's not, oh, he's not even an actor. He's an athlete, but he's trying to be an actor. So it's it's like, yeah, come on, give me the real money. That, that's the thing. I, I always feel like the, the, the real voiceover actors are the ones that get the, the short end of the stick when it comes to the animated films because they don't use the voice actors properly anymore. They just hire a bunch of Hollywood talent that yeah. really doesn't have the voiceover experience. And it's like you see yeah. such a difference in the quality because usually the, you know, the Hollywood actors just use their own voice. Yeah, exactly. It's like you get something different from like if you get someone like Billy West or Rob Paulson or those guys in there, you get the real characters. You're like, oh, wow, that's the, they have heart to them too. They know how to find the the inner voice of that character and bring them to life than just reading a line off the script. So there's an art to it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Art, I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even do that. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> i you know he's a dad so i know a lot of dad jokes now oh yeah, god so. i got so i got I'm, I'm i'm not a dad yet but man i've been in training for a while i got so many <laughs> I'm, I'm always trying to do puns and stuff like that so it's just like it, I, I i i get in battles with people on facebook with puns it's too much fun for me i'm like yeah like you, you don't want to get a pun off with me yeah <laughs> i appreciate a good pun Oh yeah, they're fun. So uh, speaking of art, you know, um, before you go, could you tell us, uh, uh, you've already told us quite a bit, but um, could you tell us anything else about um, Terrifier 2, if you, uh, if you know yeah. when, uh, when it's going to release or anything exciting coming up with that? Well, yeah, we don't know when it's going to release yet per se. I mean, of course, our goal has been trying to get it out this fall, but that all depends how quickly we can get everything in the hands of distribution and stuff like that. I, I, Damien right now is knee deep, waist deep really in like editing everything together so we can get it out to distribution. And he's, you know, putting the final touches, getting all the music and the sound effects and all that kind of stuff together. And I think he's meeting with our original distributors next week to try to work out a deal or something like that. If that doesn't work, we'll, we'll start shopping around to other people. So Hopefully we're not going to have the problems trying to find distribution this time around as we did the first time. You know, it's like it's that's that's the challenge when you're an independent film is you know you don't have the studio system that's automatically just putting it out there. You, you have to shop this beast around to people, and a lot of people, you know, considering the subject matters, you know, it's a little bit more risque than most horror films that have been coming out in the past decade or so because I, I think everybody's trying to be more PG-13 than rated R. And I think that's what's yeah. really killing the genre in a lot of ways. It's so everybody's like, like the Conjuring, I think, is and all those James Wan films, mm -hmm. which is funny. 15, thinking yeah. where James Wan got his, you know, cut his teeth on was Saw, right? and like yeah. that was yeah, Evil Dead and stuff too, right? Or am I thinking? Yeah, yeah, he's, oh, he's Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, Sam Raimi. <laughs> but it's like, but he he, you know, his original movies were very gory and everything. Yeah. I, I think it's like the Blumhouse and all that kind of stuff. They're they're all just like let's pull back and like let's play it safe. And we're not about playing it safe at all. I we're old school when it comes to horror. We yeah. we believe in doing what they were doing in the seventies and eighties, like taking risks and seeing where you can go with it. You know, pushing those boundaries because that's what it should be doing. You should yeah. you should always be trying to find the next level where to take things. It feels like horror is taking, you know few steps back in the past decade or so it's, it's playing it way yeah. too safe it's just trying to recycle everything mm. it's like a bunch of reboots and like i, I just I heard they're that. doing a, a, a you know, like a new exorcist series or putting 400 million dollars into oh. it. like that's like we could have made 800 terrifier twos on that <laughs> you know I, I hate it though like when they remake some of those classics like mm -hmm the thing mm -hmm. i love that movie so much and they remade it so yeah. bad but sometimes you oh, get why? like you know the fly you'll get a remake of the fly that you know that that was amazing even better than the original but that's rare yeah and it's it, it's and you haven't had that many like characters that have really 
stood out in the past decade or so like art has i I hate to be you know egotistical that way but like art art has kind of caught the attention of people he's Mm -hmm. he's kind of latched on and and i I think it's because all these other characters they've been trying to put out there have been so cookie cutter there's just another guy silent guy wearing a mask that just Mm. does that with his head or something like that (laughs) there's no there's nothing really yeah it really captures an audience and it's that's why i think art works so well he's a blend of all those guys that came before him you have that he's, a, he's a blend and he's he's like yeah. super dynamic too even though he's silent yeah. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's I, I think that's what's resonated with people so hopefully we're not going to have that struggle with it you know i i would love for us to be able to release it in theaters but i doubt very seriously you know consume because i i think this thing would be getting an nc-17 rating by far uh, like that easily easily get an nc because it's like the first scene i think would get us an nc-17 rating with the gore in it it's just like oh my god <laughs> but that's what that's what we're doing we didn't have studio over us so we were able to do what we wanted to do we made the movie we wanted to make and we wanted to see as fans and this movie it, it sounds crazy but it's like about two hours and 20 minutes long so far uh, we're trying to cut it down a little bit but like we're we're trying to think of what we can cut that won't negatively impact the rest of the film because everything's connected in different ways and there's really not a lot of places we can make those kind of cuts mm-hmm. it's just a bigger story we're telling and it's not it's not like you know because you know i i get my head my thoughts back together uh, it's you know i i think audience are used to longer movies now i mean they sit there and they watch the snyder cut which is like four hour movie yeah you watch you know Endgame, three hour <laughs> movie you watch midsummer and hereditary which are like two and two and a half hour long movies yeah mm-hmm. and like like midsummer you know it's a long movie but it had a lot of lulls in it and then you have big moments like whoa terrifier is kind of terrifier 2 is kind of the opposite of that it's a longer movie but it has short lulls. I think the longest lull that we have in the movie is about seven minutes before it goes back into something crazy. Nice. So it's, it's, it's going to keep your attention, but you have to have those lulls in there just so the audience can take a moment. Breathe, breathe. <laughs> breathe for a second, yeah. Yeah, and which I, I think is good because especially I will say the last third of this movie, once it starts going, it does not end. It just keeps boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Boom, boom. it's like oh my god so you're, you're gonna want those lulls earlier just so you can like oh god here we go here we go and it's it's so much fun we upped everything in this you know with the production volume i mean we're still not a big budget movie but i mean we put everything we had into these scenes we have a lot of great stunts that we incorporated into this our 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 actors are fantastic it's just our especially um lauren lavera who plays sienna this who we're hoping is going to become the new screen Okay. this character's i mean she's such a, a ripley like character or sarah connor type character just bad ass character and i it's, it's a character that um damien had in his brain well before he had art in his brain this is a character he's wanted to bring to life for a long time and i i love this character so much i think there's so many places you can go to with with her and this is kind of like you know terrifier was kind of like Art's introduction to the world is going to be Sienna's introduction to the world, and it's—I I kind of look at her as the the Batman to Art's Joker. You need that balance. There's a balance between these two characters. So there's a lot of good dynamics, and we're starting with that. I think with this, if she survives. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. You don't know she might die. <laughs> That's it, but it's it's fun. It's just God. It's such a fun movie. I'm like I'm so so proud of this film. It's like I'm proud of everything that we put into it. The whole entire cast and crew. I mean, it's like this is the dedication I've seen uh, everybody put into this. It's like you know we we sacrificed a lot of our time. This it took longer than we expected it to take because of you know the virus and stuff like that. But everybody's been so dedicated to putting this thing together, and it's just. It's been a true team effort. There's not, you know, there's not one person that's been part of this cast or crew that was, that could could have been replaced. You know, it's like that everybody had their purpose. Everybody, you know, down to our our wonderful wardrobe assistant who 
she and our makeup assistant one night, we, uh, Sienna's bedroom, I love telling the story because it just showed how wonderfully talented these two women were or are. It's, um, we, we go in, to, I, I come to set and they were still building the bedroom that they hadn't even put the paint on the walls yet. And I'm like, you have to film this tomorrow. And this is not ready. I, I was starting to, I, I wasn't even in that scene that they were filming. And I was having a panic attack. I'm like, oh my God, this got to be filmed tomorrow. This does not even look like a bedroom. It's like, there's still paint that they have to put on the walls. And the two of them stayed up all night painting and dressing this room. And I come in the next day and it was the most amazing. It's like the detail that they put into this room was just Amazing. So many things that the audience is probably not going to even notice. Just the names of books on the bookshelves. And it was just like, oh my God, just the two of them did this overnight. It was like, it was like the elves and the shoemaker, you know, where the, <laughs> they just come in overnight and just boom, holy crap. It was just, <laughs> it was just pure dedication. And they're like, yeah. you guys go to bed, sleep, you deserve, <laughs> get some rest. Thank you though. I mean, it was like, it was amazing what they did. And that, that's how it was this whole entire time. It's like, it's just this small team of people that came together and made something amazing. And that's, I, I think it, it's something, you, it's, it's kind of magical. You don't see it in like the big, the, the big Hollywood studio films because they yeah. got the money, they can do that. They got the big, huge teams. This is just a small crew of people. And I think that's what makes this movie more special. And I think, and I think that that will resonate on screen too. You can tell the love that everybody's put into this, and that we had fun making it, and that we we all worked so well together. This whole entire cast and crew worked so well together. There weren't any egos or anything like that on set. I mean, we we even like this one location we were in. We all kind of would have our own mental breakdown this place because it was cold and miserable and we we're doing 20 yeah. hour days sometimes it's like but it's like that's how we were like families like someone would have the, they would break down like oh my god okay well they broke today <laughs> we're fine and the, everybody's like i'm so sorry we're like oh god no we're all breaking down in this place this place is driving us crazy and that's actually a place too that we had a lot of paranormal stuff too so i wouldn't be surprised if that was part of it <laughs> it's like this place just broke oh people. yeah that'll mess with yeah. you Oh my God! It's, it's, it's a haunted house in like um like a not a haunted house house but like a like scare you know haunt there in uh, Philly. It, it's like some it's like this one night especially there was a lot of activity like uh, our DP George was um, trying to set up a shot and he started yelling at our our producer Phil. He's like Phil, stop walking in front of the camera. I'm trying to set up a shot. You keep walking and ruin. He's like. And Phil's like way off camera, sitting there just chatting with people. And he's like, what are you talking about? No one is, and, like, I'm, and I'm watching all this happen. Like, George, there's no one walking in front of the camera. It's like, no, no, someone keeps walking in front of the camera. It's like, no, George, seriously, no one's doing that. It's like, I, 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 I'm seeing someone right now walking. I'm like, no, there, look. <laughs> and, and like, I bet you do a perfect night, impersonation of him too. Oh yeah, that's kind of how George is. He's so funny. I love George. He's like a big kid. It's it's, but later that night, there's a Lauren. There's this, a door behind Lauren and I that was opened. It's supposed to be closed, and we're like, "Can someone go, please, close that door?" And Lauren and I were getting up to go t close it ourselves since we were the closest to it, and it just closes by itself. We're like, "Oh." <laughs> oh. And, but the big note, the big note moment, because there's this one room of this haunted house that's a bunch of dolls. And that kind of stuff creeps me out. Like ghosts of little children and that kind of stuff creep me out. Little dolls. <laughs> it's a room in, in like, in this place is huge. It's called Fright Factory in Philly. And so it has different quadrants in it where they have, you know, uh, different power grids for different parts of the, the haunt. And so we only turned on the power for the one area that we were filming in. And so this area did not have power in it. And there's this one doll that's in there, this motion activated. That uh, so this doll in a swing and it starts talking to you and stuff like that. And, but there's no power in there. And everybody else is on set where we are in this part of the, no one else 
even the guys that work in the haunted they wanted to see this film the the the, the scene we we're filming so they were on set with us so no one else is in this part of the building and this is like two o'clock three three o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden we just hear that dog going off <laughs> come and play with me no. we're like what the fudge <laughs> it's just like uh-uh hell no no <laughs> you just no everybody's like, with you ghost <laughs> yeah okay so we all took count and everybody's like everybody's here right now right and like yeah yeah, and they even went back and looked at security footage. There was no one in that room. There was oh no God. power to that room. That thing went off by itself with no power. Oof. And, no, and nothing could have gone by it to make it active. It, was just, it just went off. And we're like, and they say that room is one they get the most activity in the place, too. Jeez. So we're just like, it was just like, mm, nope, nope, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just the energy in that place was just mentally breaking us all down. But yeah. we had these great members, and especially uh, Jason Levy, who's um he he's one of the uh, cops actually in Terrifier One. He's a uh, the bald head cop. Okay. Uh, he he and his brother Mike, who also played the exterminator in, that I decapitated, they uh they're Mike's our uh, our. Um, assistant director for terrifier too and jason was on the crew and everything like that and jason is hysterical so he was always our guy trying to cheer us all up on set when things were you know everybody's getting tired and stuff like that oh someone is knocking at my door hold on just a second it's a ghost That's freaking creepy coming hold on a second it's <laughs> true I'm, I'm i hope that's The specter. Oh. <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, no. Was there anybody there? Was it a specter? He can't hear you. Oh. It's a devil. I got freaking chills <laughs> right now. Did, did you hear the knocking? Yeah. Did it knock three times? So it was it. like this constant knocking. <gasps> I heard it, but I assumed it was pizza. No. No. There was no one at the door. <gasps> I heard it. I could hear it. He's like sinking away, like, whoa. 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 Dude, you're haunted. Oh, yeah, we are. We, we've had weird stuff happen in this place. Wow, I have like freaking chills right now. I'm just like, the cat even came running in here like, what the f <laughs> How are you gonna sleep tonight? <laughs> oh. Ooh, that ghost wants to be in the interview though. It was like right yeah. when you were talking about it. Right when you were talking about that doll. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this is my fault. I don't know. I feel like it's my fault. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. This was caught on recording too. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow. Well, we gotta listen for EVPs later. Yeah, I do. That's insane. Dang. <laughs> you, look, you look nervous. <laughs> well, I, would be too, I was nervous for him. That was because that was loud too. Yeah, I heard like... that. Because oh, both of my roommates are gone right now. One's out of town. The other one's doing an improv thing tonight. I thought maybe she had gotten oh. locked out or something. That's I think this crazy. is like a, a podcast first, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. And it's like really cold around me right now, too. I'm like. Weird. <laughs> wow. That was wow. awesome. I'm for glad us, I turned the, awesome I'm glad us. I turned the laptop towards the door too, just so you could see that there was like no one there. So yeah. That's insane. Because that was coming from that door. That was wow. <laughs> you gotta get some stuff, you know, some sage and smudge your place now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. It's we we have stuff happen here all the time, but that was that was very strange though. That was very Dang. strange. Wow. I think we antagonized something with you, man. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Chills. Chills. Wow. That happened. That happened, guys. That happened. Has it ever happened to you before? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we have doors closed and open here. Like stuff goes missing, comes oh. back. Occasionally I hear a voice or something like that. Are you feeling angry or anything right now? No, no. That's good. Just, just like wow, that was that was something else. You weren't scratched? <laughs> Three scratches? No, no, no okay. It's not demonic then. <laughs> no. Oh no, this whatever I'll, I'll say I had this one night here. I I, I know it's a woman. It is I, I called her Matilda. And I, I had this night where I, I had this horrible nightmare and I woke up and I was I was scared, generally scared by this nightmare. It was like wow, I don't even remember the nightmare, but I just remember it really scared me. And like <laughs> I, I wake up and I feel like someone's sitting on the foot of my bed and I just felt this hand just start oh, no. like, you know, like massaging my head, like, you know, like try, a mother trying to comfort a child that was scared. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I see what you're doing, but no, <laughs> I, wow. I know you're trying to comfort me right now, but I'm not going to look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. 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 But I'm like, but was, that's my thing is like, if I know it's not trying to hurt me, it's not trying to do anything mean, then it's it's fine. It's just it's just trying to make itself known, and that's what was going on. She was trying to make herself known. And your roommates say it's fine too. <laughs> oh yeah, we've gotten used to it, so it's just like the cat scared me for a second. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> that's your class. That's your classic jump scare yeah. in the movies. The cat coming out. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah. I always want someone to do that in a movie too, like when the, the killers like coming and they, they accidentally make a sound. I just want them to go. Meow. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just a cat. It's not a cat. <laughs> just, just, but I think that would just be so fun. Just like. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was awesome. Giving me goosebumps, man. I can't believe I still can't believe that happened. I can't wait to tell my roommate when they come. Yeah. She comes home like die tonight, man. He's not gonna Oh, I'll be fine. He's art the clown. He's ready to go. That's true. Uh, Matilda's fresh. She's just let letting herself be known. Yeah. I just think it's amazing we actually got that. Because I I hope you I hope you can actually hear the the knocking on the door that the it was like a fat fat, 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 fat. yeah i heard it if we enhance the audio if we enhance the audio and we hear an evp we'll send it to you oh please do yeah please do just 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 even just send that bit of it to me i would love to that was that was crazy that was (laughs) that was i i totally expected like either it was like because there's supposed to be some people moving in too so maybe yeah. I figured maybe they, it was them or the landlord or my roommate had gotten locked out something, but there was no one there. You looked legit unsettled, and I knew like right away. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what's going on, man?" Really unsettled. Like, no, it, we, we live on the third floor too, so just like yeah, so where they like go? There was, yeah, yeah. I would have heard someone oh. walking oh, away. Yeah. <laughs> you would have heard the door close downstairs you would have heard all that so it's just like yeah they just never know never know so when we do all this um uh you know we send you the uh the video of the knocking the paranormal activity um what uh where can our listeners follow oh yeah keep up? We're, we're, oh yeah we're, 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 you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram under David Howard Thornton. And I'm also on Cameo. If you want me to do some video, I, I don't charge nearly as much as everyone. I think I charge like 50 on there. Um, I, I know people charge like sometimes up to like $2,000 and everything for a video. Oh, like on Cameo. Cameo and stuff? Yeah. 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 I'm like, I, I don't, I, I, I only raise it to 50 because it's like, well, everybody else is like, Dave, you have to raise it a little bit more than what you're charging. If you actually want to make a profit, I'm like, hey. Um, but I don't want people to go to broke just trying to meet me and stuff like that. So I figure that's that's a more reasonable amount because that's yeah. basically why I charge for a combo and like a convention and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's good though. Well, uh, yeah. thank you so much. Yes. Um, 
Thank you for being for, with for, us. Yeah, meeting with us. And, and we, we, we greatly appreciate I, your time. I don't know what I would have done if I was just here by myself and that happened. I would have been like, <laughs> nope, you're going for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much, Mr. Thorne. We yeah. really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, guys. It's fun chatting with you. Yeah, yeah, it was fun and freaky. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going to stir something up for you, man. I don't know. That's insane. That's insane. All right, my cat's that? still, like, staring at the door. I'm like... Looking for Matilda. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can sense that spirit energy, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's crazy. Never know what you're going to get here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, thanks again for uh, the interview. We really, really appreciate it. Everybody mm-hmm. out there, if you haven't seen Terrifier, go rent it on demand. Mm-hmm. Terrifier 2 is coming out, we'll say soonish. We know you don't have Soonish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah some at, we, we hope by October, but it, as soon as possible. We'll put it out there as soon as possible. So, yeah. knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on your front door, though, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, not on that. No, it's like, no, that would have been weird if it started doing it. Then I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about nope moments. There's another one. Yeah. Yep. That was a nope moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll let you go. Yeah, right. Enjoy the rest of your night. Oh, I will. <laughs> die, man. Don't die. He's fine. Matilda's watching over it. Yeah, I'll be fine. He's a friendly spirit. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much you're welcome y'all take care have a good night yeah thanks a lot man we appreciate it bye bye <laughs>